it's 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 a compelling argument. It's a very strong take on on the last Jedi being beyond being anti Force Awakens, which it obviously is, which is why I enjoy it. That at its core, it's really anti Star Wars. It's a compelling argument. I have to like marinate on it because I do like that movie a lot. You know, it's my favorite of the new ones. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's well put together. It's it's very, very, very well made. It's very well acted. It just doesn't make any sense in the story. But he's he's like, but the visuals are striking, uh, and the 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 ideas are very clear. And he's like, but part of what works about Lucas is that it's based on characters and the characters actually do things that the characters would do. Right. Right. And now Luke Skywalker is a coward. Cause movie. Cause I want the movie to happen. (laughs) No. Oh, God damn it. I see it. Oh no. no. (laughs) Yep. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone else. I did it. I did it. (laughs) For those of you joining us for the very first time, this is Icon or Wicon, the show where we break down your favorite film universes one flick at a time. I am here, as always, with the train station to my family of programs, whatever the fuck that means, Mr. (laughs) CJ LaRoche. CJ, how are you doing? I'm good, Andrew. I'm good. I'm um, I'm in my uh, I'm in the the California room as we call it, which is not nearly as lively as the sex dungeon that you are coming to us from tonight, <laughs> folks. I wish you could no. see. There's like brass plates on the wall, but they're kind no. of broken. And they're shaped like a mask. He's either on the set of Eyes Wide Shut <laughs> or somewhere in the Midwest, Stop. and that's the distinction. <laughs> Okay. All right. So you're painting a horrifying picture, but I, I have a side story. So I'm I'm in a hotel, and this hotel is beautiful. You know, it's the, I'm always coming from a hotel this year. I'm uh, in Des Moines, which is low key lovely. Des Moines. What I'm in, the? I'm in Des Moines, low key lovely city. Everyone's wonderful. The audiences are divine. The theater is brilliant. Like I'm well, having Andrew a ball in Des know, Moines. You know, you know that there's nothing quite like the Iowa to treat you when they treat you, which they may not do at all. Yeah. This is no, it's fantastic. But um, this room has a decoration and it's not, uh, I, I guess, I guess soft lighting is in, I can find no hotel room with like bright lighting and I love a bright room. Uh-huh. The, the lighting is very soft. I believe it or not, every single light in this, in this hotel room is on. And uh, there is some art on the wall. Um, but it's like they kind of look like gold bedpans. They do. And and it's interesting. So I was sitting, I had to teach a class. Oh my God. Here. And I'm just looking and like the, In what, the big the Kama Sutra? <laughs> no, it was a music class for third graders. But, like, <laughs> but so I'm I'm trying to find like the right spot. And like this is a good table. There's a huge window to my right. So I had lots of natural light for when the class was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just gonna have to teach it from right here. And literally all the two co-teachers that come on, they were like, where are you? And I yeah. was like, is this backdrop weird? And they're like, it looks like fucking bedpans. Like, it's weird. Yeah. 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 Or like like giant uh, salt and pepper shaker tops. Yeah, it's, it's strange. It's strange, but 
I, I, I want to make sure it's on the record that this hotel is treating me like a prince. Like this hotel is phenomenal and the city is insane. I had no idea Des Moines was so lit. I've, I've heard that Des Moines is, is a, is a really good city. That's where the university of Iowa is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Des Moines. Charming as hell. Everyone has been so lovely. Everything is nice. lovely. It's beautiful, cold, but yeah. it's gorgeous. Yeah. Great. Yeah. But Welcome to Iowa. So to clarify, I'm not in a sex dungeon, CJ. <laughs> I, but it is a very dimly lit, shady room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the way the light is sort of bouncing off the wallpaper. It's wallpaper. Yes, it is. It, is. it looks like you're in the, on the set of like an old, um, who is the guy from Thriller? Vincent Price movie. <laughs> it does look like Mask of the Red Death with the yeah. rooms that are an insane color. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I, you know what? I think we should just maybe just shoot the shit for the next hour. Yeah, are we just going to talk about my hotel room? It's, it's I mean, it's amazing. The TVs about are big. The assignment. Let, yeah, we have to talk about this movie. Do we? We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> oh, we do because I have complicated feelings about this movie. Okay. Let's yeah. go. We, we, yeah, you got to tell the people what the movie is in case they missed oh, last week. Got it. Uh, this week, uh, so this week's episode of Icon or Wicon, we will be discussing the Matrix, not the last one. <laughs> what was supposed to be the last one? What was the last one for seventeen years? My God, what they did to that poor man's eyes! Oh yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, uh, no. So we are doing the Matrix Revolutions. Indeed. Indeed. Dot com. Yes. Uh, I think, I think I'd like to start with with a question. <laughs> okay, where's your Jesus allegory now? You can't be serious. You cannot be serious. When they go to the Merovingians' place, that there's a help button and the P is gone, so they're in hell. The man is dressed as the devil. When, 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 spoiler alert, when they get to the end and he fucking is like in the matrix or he's, he's plugged in and there's a giant cross on his chest and he's, and they, and they cart him away in the Jesus post. What movie are you watching? (laughs) He's the fucking Messiah. He (laughs) saves them. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Literally. (laughs) I just, uh, it was a loaded question because I knew you would think it was insane that I said that to you because, <laughs> because as, as subtle as I insisted that the references were in the last two movies, they are fucking heavy in this movie. It just beats you over the head. Oh man. my God. Right, right down to the name of, to the Deus Ex Machina. Like <laughs> they literally spell it out for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. I uh, You got yeah. me. You got yeah, me. I did. I did. That's what's funny. Good, you were like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. All right. Um, we uh, let, let's talk about this in chapters. Okay, I like that idea. Yeah, chapter one is the meaning of these things being accurately conveyed to us, or are these things being put on the screen for us to attach meaning to them? Oh, wow. Dandrew. I tried to say like, damn, Andrew, and it was Dandrew, and that's not right. Kind of cute, though. But that's a great 
question. Right? I think, okay, I think the latter, can you give me what the latter answer was? Yeah, the, are, are they really just things displaying? are being put on the screen for us to attach meaning to, to? Attach meaning to, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they give us that much credit. Okay. I think this is a, I'm going to come right out and say it. I think you should. I think this is a huge misstep for the Wachowskis. It, it's a mess. It's a mess, it's bro. It's a mess. And like, like looking back on the last one, there was a, a great, um, it's a great YouTube essay. I'm so sorry. I can't remember what channel it was, but they, he was like, uh, uh, you know, when I re when I rewatched, when I rewatched the matrix reloaded as an adult, you know, not like a 13 year old kid who just wanted like action and stuff and didn't really understand the philo philosophical references. Uh, I enjoyed it much more as an adult because I liked hearing about the philosophy and that's how I felt about matrix reloaded. Now it's like looking back on it, even after we watched it last week, I was like, yeah, you know what? Actually, it's cooler that, than you remember. It's pretty that's cool. a great fucking point. Yeah. yeah like we talked too about much, it. Not enough story, but like it was how cool. much fun it was. And yeah. you know, you, you, you're like, Oh my God, like I want to go read John Paul Sartre now. This movie, I, it just is badly made. The, the actors, God bless them, are doing everything they can, but it's like, and this 40-minute fucking mech fight at the end? Yeah. I'm like, yo. It's bizarre. It's bizarre, man. And, I, God, I didn't enjoy it. Well, and, and, and here's the thing that uh, I enjoyed it for what it is. And I do like that it like seeks to complete the story. And again, I'll, I'll stand by what I said last week, that watching the movies close together is more helpful than the multiple year gap. Totally. Um, there wasn't a big gap well, between two and three, six, though. Six months. Six, like months, six yeah. months, man. Yeah. But like it's. Uh, but Remember two that was... fucking Entertainment Weekly cover year of the Matrix? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why do I remember that? No, because it was everything. There was a point Strange. in time where these movies were everything. Um, yeah. So what was I going to say? What I was going to say was I stand by the fact that like watching them close together, it helps them make more sense. And I do believe that like the threads from the previous movie were picked up. I don't think anything was abandoned, but I think, whereas the first one maybe didn't have enough story to warrant its runtime. This one really, really doubles down on like metaphoric things. Yes. And um, when you say the first one, you mean the first sequel, the first sequel. Yes. Okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, the, this one really doubles down on, on the metaphor things. And then it, and then it violates its own rules to try and clarify. I have an example. Okay. The Oracle. Yeah. Um, props for acknowledging that it's a different actor and like finding a nice little story beat for that props. And they had to, right? Yeah. So, but here's the story beat. Smith found the original Oracle. And so this Oracle f has found a new show. Mm. A, a, a chain smoking African-American woman. They'll never yes. find me here. <laughs> In the same kitchen. Yeah, like I don't. So, so you've you have sort of intimated that you trust me as a viewer enough to understand this additional concept beyond all of your philosophy, beyond all of your uh, philosophizing. That yeah. the Oracle must now be played by another actress. Famously, the actress has died. What are we going to do? Well, we have to cast another actress. The Oracle. We're going to write it into the story, and everyone will accept it. 
because we've cast someone similar and put them in a similar setting and give them similar activities. Yeah. Stupid. Like, like, they, like they see if, see if Michelle Pfeiffer's available. Yeah. Like do something different. It's it. I was like, why did she had to pick a new shell? That's super similar to the old shell for, for audience. Yeah. Like maybe we know put it's the her, Oracle? maybe like Lucy Lou put her in a bunch of fucking spandex and put her in a weird club. Something completely different. It's a new shell. She's in hiding. So Bro, you trusted me. You, you trusted trust, me and then you didn't. They don't trust the audience. And I just want to go back to it and touch on a little bit of what you were saying in the beginning there about um, the story beats and the wrapping up of the trilogy. I, I think it all makes sense. Yeah, it does. Right? Like it, it all makes sense. It, I think it's a nice capper mm-hmm. for this particular trilogy. Um, I'm so glad there's another one because now like my hope has been restored a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's so poorly executed. Mm. It's, it's really like, it's like a, a professional athlete. I have, I, it's always about sports. With it's always me. about sports, but that's okay. It's like the Baltimore. It's like the 69. I'm going to give away my special award. It's like the 69 fucking Baltimore Colts. 15 Explain. and one, 15 and one. Then they lost to the jets in the super bowl. They were 18 point fucking favorites and they came out, they laid an egg. That's how I feel. Yeah. Well, and it, it sort of reeks of that they filmed it at the same time as the other one. Yeah. They filmed like, it at the same time as the other one. Two actresses died while they were filming. Do you know what I mean? Like, they were stressed. I, they were stressed. They yeah. were still young filmmakers. They were still young filmmakers, and I feel like they could have, like, Lawrence Kasdan could have helped here. Well, I just... I, like, I, they needed another screenwriter. They needed somebody to come in and be like, fellas... Ladies. They knew they knew where all the bodies were buried. So when the visuals just ceased making sense, it still made sense to them. It's just like, so I'll relate it back to music. You have a score, right? And mm-hmm. I'm a composer orchestrator and I've composed and orchestrated it. I will still out of my own pocket, hire somebody to look at every single note and make sure it works that to their best of their knowledge, they can see how it works because my brain will fix things and not see things. Because it came from me. And I think right. the Wachowskis couldn't really see how messy this was getting because they understood where it was going towards. And I don't think they saw that this yeah. movie is a little, it's, it's insane. It's insane. How, okay, I haven't, I've, okay, you, I'll, I'll let you respond to that and then I have another question. Okay. Yeah, again, I think, it, I think it comes down to trust. And I think that that's a really salient point that you make about, them not seeing forest for the trees forest through the trees couldn't right? see it forest for the trees see the forest for the trees yes yeah um uh, uh, yeah it, there was so much that they were probably like oh my god does this make sense let's make sure it makes sense yeah you know let's make sure that that, that people get it and it's like guys no one got the first one yeah (laughs) that was beautiful yeah you know we didn't understand we just ate it we just ate ate it it. we took the red pill yeah you know and i feel like in this one they just tried to shove like a bunch of blue pills down our throat just like get us back into the matrix yeah it's so weird yeah and again like for the record i've never made a blockbuster yeah so i don't know what that goes into you know i I wrote a really shitty play in college like i me too didn't we all (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we all it was about me it was a it was a self self tale but but <laughs> like as an audience member i love it when like i have to look at something and be like wait wait 
is that, oh my God, that's, oh, that's fucking brilliant. In those moments where I get it, that's more fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want to be Biff Tannen. I don't want to know the results of the races and the games. Like I want to bet my own money, you know, and know that I might lose. Yeah. In the end, like in the end they lost. It's just weird. It's so weird. (laughs) Uh, You know, and it's just like, in case you were wondering, where that storyline of Smith going into Bane was going to lead, uh, really nowhere. Honestly, like we didn't really. That that I mean had a had a very what limited. Was, what payoff. was the point other than, uh, what's that guy's name? I think his last name is Bliss. The actor, the guy who played Bane, his Hugo Weaving is. Goddamn brilliant. It's yes. He he does a great Hugo weaving. He does a great Hugo weaving. Like that alone maybe should have had like a special Oscar. Ian Bliss. Ian Bliss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's he's brilliant. It's just that it's perfect. What, it's just that 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 really didn't pay off in any meaningful way. No, it, it blinded Neo. It blinded Neo. I was like to blind Neo. Okay, so it blinded Neo so that he could start seeing the things that he sees inside the Matrix out in the real world, right? Yes. How does Neo exist in the real world and in the Matrix at the same time? I don't know. It's not clear. Yeah. Now, that's a little bit hypocritical of me to be like, you know what? I think I don't want to be told everything, but it has to make sense. There needs to be some nerd on YouTube who can theorize about it. And I'm not going to stand for this matrix within the matrix theory. That's ridiculous. That's silly. But they, they do, they violate their own mythology several times in this movie. Yeah. And it's weird. All right. uh, Here's another one. Trinity flies them. Like she, she takes over the ship, like Bane blinds him. There's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then Trinity flies the ship and fucking gets killed. Yeah. Well, she flies the ship and they do this like, uh, into the atmosphere. Okay? Yeah. If you stop and think about that for three seconds, the entire trilogy is ruined. These are fucking machines that have built castles to the sky. Mm-hmm. They do not need oxygen. Why don't they just build a fucking solar tower if the sun is still shining? Yeah, it's pretty inefficient to use the humans. For fucking four and a half seconds of, of film, you've ruined the entire thing. Yeah. There's you, have, a, you've, you pulled the string. The house of cards fell. Yeah, that's bad. I didn't think about that. It's, it's terrifyingly bad. It's a huge oversight. Again, I think you're right, man. They were stressed. People were dying. Yeah. Like, but that, I mean, that, that's dramaturgy 101. Hey guys, this, the skies are scorched. People are living underground. Why, if they need solar power, why don't they just go get it? It's still there. Yeah. So, okay. So here's the thing though. Yeah. Trinity dies. You were saying. Yes. So Trinity dies. In the previous movie, Neo was able to save Trinity's life. Inside the matrix. He can't, he can't do that out here. Can't do it out here. Her heart was stopped. Yeah. And, and he, here she's got a bunch of fucking wires in her. Yeah. Nothing. Can't he, can't, out? he cannot help. He cannot help at all. It's the real world. But Neo exists in the real world and the Matrix. His powers yeah. exist inside the Matrix and outside the Matrix. He's able yeah. to stop the Sentinels. Again, but, 
we are lying flat on our face. It doesn't make any sense. We are scratching um, our heads. Yeah. But, I, and, but the other problem, Andrew, is it's not, it's not, it's not really fun. No, it's way too, it takes itself way too seriously. And Neo disappears for like 30 fucking minutes. He does. He's gone. The um, main character vanishes. It's so strange. It's such a strange movie. So, and, and, and let me, <laughs> let, let me get this straight. So Smith's plan is to take over the matrix and the real world. Right. Since when now that's the, that's cause he can, cause if people pick up the phone, he can go in their bodies. The fuck is he going to do in the real world? What's he going to do out there? Why does he want it? What, it what's he going to do? Is he going to infect keep them, them all? He's going to keep the matrix running for, to be what it doesn't it, like He's why gonna destroy the machine why machine city deus ex machina can't he's such a powerful rogue program that they can't like like they need neo to it doesn't it, none of the things doesn't add up add up thank you it, it doesn't add up it's like i just that's what i don't understand it's not that it's an unintelligible plot it's oh. that the pieces don't really add up and then we still got this family in train station at the beginning and Neo can't get out of the train station. We're all the way back to the beginning where the man is in a coma yet still in the limbo between the matrix and the real world. Yeah. And meeting and, programs. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little girl and program. So programs grow. Sati. Yeah. And um, the conductor is the weird alien uh, who sold out General Grievous in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> it's that actor. Um, yeah, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Um, it's that the, um, the, the father of, of Sati is a, uh, he, he has a, he's a brilliant performer. It's just the story never goes to a place where that opening makes sense. No. It never seeks to give you that answer. So even unto itself, the movie doesn't have any sort of allegiance. No, no. And like, if the Merovingian, that lobby that he's in, right? Like, the rules don't apply. Gravity doesn't apply. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he can be shot in the head. And, and that gets, keeps the movie going. That keeps the movie going. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. And so Smith takes the Oracle's powers. Right. They fight. They like merge. Smith and the Oracle. Yeah. The Oracle is inside Smith now. Yeah. Yeah. And tells Neo every beginning has an end. And okay. calls him Neo for the first time in the trilogy. So yeah. that's how you know. That's how you know. Well, you have to be told. Yeah. Again, because be I, because what's happening. Right. And then I it's mean, I, the story is clear to me. Yeah. It's just none of it. It doesn't stand a reason as far as the rules of. The how did we go. get there? Yeah. Yeah. The first movie was taking us in a completely different direction. Yeah. And the second movie went hardcore philosophy, which I mean, cool story. I love it. Cool. Loved it. But then what's happening here? And so this is, this is what fascinates me. 
And I said I was going to get this and this in the first episode. My aunt insists that this movie is rooted in the book of Revelation. Okay. And I always thought that she meant it was a parallel. And now that I'm older, I think that it is a lot of imagery for you to assign meaning to and develop an understanding of. And that's why I asked you that question at the very beginning, because I'm, I'm, they don't trust us enough to let us fill in the blanks, but they also don't give us enough to go on. So they dance with trusting us. Mm. And so here's the thing, because this opening sequence with the family and Satie, and then at the end, when Satie made the sunset, and they're like, oh, I think we're going to see Neo again, you know, and like kind of allude to the movie this year. Right. The resurrection. Yeah. Um, I think that there was a draft where those bookends made sense and they were meaningful. Mm, okay. And what they've done is in the spirit of ambiguity, they've left those bookends unexplained for us to assign meaning to them. But I, I fear that they removed everything that like really made it meaningful. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I can buy that. Yeah. I also want to know like if Satie was going to be deleted yet, she can make those beautiful sunsets. She's an artist. Yeah. They don't need her. No. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so weird. It's just so weird. And at the same time, like there's, there's an element where you can sort of surrender, you know, and just enjoy what you're seeing. And that's why I I didn't, I couldn't. I tried. You couldn't. It's weird. It's weird. I really did. I really did try to like, you know, put, uh, kill the past. Let it kill it. If let the past die, kill it. If I have to. to. Yeah. Yeah. Tried really tried, but couldn't. It just, it's, it's really bad. It gets so bonkers. It's so bonkers. It's a bad movie. And I, I just, it's disappointing to think that like, (laughs) that it all began with the matrix. You know, that, that movie was fucking perfect. (laughs) Yeah. It's yeah. It's upside down and backwards. It was perfect. And it should have, it maybe should have just ended. It's a standalone. It's a really good standalone. Um, Maybe should have just ended. Yeah. I, I just, it's just so weird. Like they, they doubled down so hard in the ambiguity that, uh, you know, like, I mean, I mean, right down to like the scene with like the Oracle and the architect and, and they're like, it's like a, a shaky piece. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like oh. a shaky piece between us right now. Like, Oh, but it, you know, and, and at the end of the day, it's like, what, who was in control? I have no idea. You know, who's in charge? Yeah. I guess the was architect. It, is, it, is it just these two? Are they running things? And, and why did those little robots have to make a face? They made a face. Yeah. Why did they have to make a face? The man sees in code. It's weird. It's it's a it's a stinker. Yeah, I you know. Now I'll say this though. Visually, it's pretty excellent. No, it's really great. Yeah, and like, the the CGI for its time. Really good. It doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up. No, but but um, 2003, but it, it's great. Yeah, it's pretty great. 
Um, can we talk about this mech war? Oh, please. Yes. Bro. I, so dull. It's like the Broadway production of Chicago. I like the Broadway production of Chicago. I've never looked at my watch so many times in a theater. He's a multiple Tony Award winner. I saw the original cast of the revival. It's been running for 30 years. I'm saying I was there like second week of previews. Oh, wow. So you saw Anne. I saw them all. Wow. Evie, James, Joel. Wow. Yeah. My apologies to my friends who work on that show. Is it stale? It's, it's sleazy. Uh, sle- it's snoozy. No, bro. I haven't seen it since 1996. <laughs> I said, I'm never going back to this thing. Oh my God. I was bored out of my mind. Interesting. That's how I feel about this mech fight. Well, I, I was just bored. I was bored. There were, and, and, and also it was implausible that all of those little squids couldn't just overrun them. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No, no. I did. I did like the commander though. That got his face all torn up. Why do, why are there no helmets? There's why no are helmets. those things designed with no anything in front of them? Nothing. It's yeah. Well, because so I want to have that gross visual of that. Cause I want the movie off. to happen. Yeah. I want the movie to happen. Yeah, man. yeah, I'm telling you, this is this is worse than my junior prom. The disappointment I felt watching <laughs> this again. It's just it doesn't really add up to much of anything. No, but it's it's so it's so shiny and and interesting. But like that mech fight to to dwell on that mech fight. Uh, I'm, I'll ask you one final question. Uh, okay. What did we learn from it? Nothing. Yeah, why did like it was cool? Zero. It was cool. Yeah. But it it was it, this was a movie of things that yeah. we were expected to attach meaning to. That's my theory. Yeah, and also, like, okay, so the Matrix, right? First couple times they made it, it was too perfect. Um, and then they're like, okay, so we have to have this one, and he'll you know save everybody and he'll take the 23 people and we'll destroy zion and he'll start all over again mm-hmm. right so why didn't they fit just destroy zion because because right, uh, because neo made a deal smith bane it was worse and neo had to be the one to kill smith bane okay well bane's already dead but now this is smith bane so there's that yeah. The machines are like, no, stop attacking Zion because Neo. Okay. So if Neo kills Smith and then we'll, we'll just have peace. Instead of doing what we were going to do and what we are supposed which to basically, do. Which we've basically already done. Yeah. Five times apparently. Yeah. Also that doesn't track either because like he takes the 23 people, the 23 people don't tell their children. Yeah. Like, how many, where is Zion? How many Zions are there? I, I'm so confused now. I don't know. I, I, don't, I thought I understood it. I don't anymore. Well, yeah, because the Matrix is rebooted. So what's the point? Why was he the one? Wasn't he trying to stop the reboot? Oh, he saved, he did save Zion. He saved Zion. Yeah, but the Matrix has to continue. Because right. but, the, but those who will want to be freed will be freed. But how will they know they want to be freed? Because they were being freed before. Yeah. So I guess people from Zion will yeah. arbitrarily. 
They ran out of runway. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, if you if they you just pick, ran out of runway. if you pick you even a little bit, it's like yeah. What it's are a they goddamn, doing though? It's a house of cards. Well, and you fucked me up with that solar power thing. I'm like, wow, the machine city didn't think of solar power. That's bullshit. <laughs> the sun is still shining. It's up there, just above, just above the clouds. Now, Morpheus in the first movie did say they scorched the sun. They scorched the skies. Scorched the skies. Not the sun. Not the sun. Right? And like I can I can see if the skies being scorched somehow didn't allow any machinery to get through. Right? Mm-hmm. But their little fucking pod racer got through. Sure did. Gave us a cool shot though. Cool shot. So many cool shots. Cool shot. Yeah, they needed a story editor. Yep. They needed somebody to be like, listen, Lana, Lily, I don't get it, though. Yeah. You're the only two that get it. You guys get it. No, no no one else is going to get it. Okay, great. So let's just beat him over the head with it. Yeah, yeah. So let's make it clear. Yeah. Like, no, let's make it work. Yeah. Again. Well, and, and, and that's the thing. They give it, they give their whole hand away with the recasting of the Oracle. You yeah, only no. trust us a little bit. Yeah. We'll never take it another actress. Shit. We'll never be able to understand another actress as the Oracle. No. Right? Jesus Christmas. Anyway, we should take a break. Let's do that. You know, CJ, this is one of our pandemic traditions that I'm so glad we were super consistent with because I really am starting to see the results of all of our work on this podcast. It's pretty great. Now, where are you seeing results, Andrew? Like in your midsection, um, like in your, your chest area, where, where are the results happening best for you? Because I could use some. Listen, my chest area is on fire, but really it's because my heart is so full from all the engagement we've been getting on our social media. I mean, I'm talking oh. to... I'm talking to people Absolutely. on the Instagram. I'm talking to people on the Twitter, and I want to do more of it. The 18 listeners have really started to engage. Uh, we appreciate you. We see you. Uh, we're very excited to have you. Yeah. So I think that Andrew, where can where can the people who may be 19, 20, 21, where can they find us? Listen at Icon or Ycon, both on Twitter and Instagram. And we have gotten way more active than we ever were. So remember those 15 episodes where we kind of lied to you about communicating with us? It's true now. We're actually there and we want to hear from you. So I say go for it. Just do it. Log on. Log in. Trip out. (laughs) Back to the show. And we're back. Yep, we are. There's a very loud water bottle you have there, sir. You know what? I, I often wonder if folks can hear that. Well, I, I just I just heard it now. There. I usually don't, but it's got a very loud little handle. It's got a little loud little head on it. Head, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Anyway, okay. What were you going to say? I cut you off. Was well, I was just going to say I, I've always found it fascinating that they call the bathroom on a boat a head. They do they really? That's what it's called. It's called the head. Oh, sacred head. I'm not sure. It's, not sure. That's why the reason. But anyway, I'd love to find out. Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the comments. So we talked. We did. We shared our feelings. We we yep. we, we we were intimate with the film. Yeah. And uh, and yep. I walked away from that conversation with less clarity than I walked into it. And yeah. I'm hopeful right. that if we engage with some ephemeral questions. Mm-hmm. We can find more clarity. What do you think, CJ? Do you think it's time for some ephemeral questions? I do. And, you know, 
this evening we are um talking matrix revolutions well you know like i said this film doesn't make any fucking sense (laughs) now but andrew i think that we need to be fair to find a solution would take us all night because you know this story is so dense but we're doing ephemeral questions and besides, that's what the point of the segment. <laughs> so, Andro, you can count me out. It's called you Andro, but you know what? Instead, let's talk about what worked <laughs> and what did not. And we'll give out awards and move on. I'm so confused. I got to know. All right, here we go. Ephemeral <laughs> question time. You done? It's it's fucking clear when I'm done, Andrew. I stopped singing. You always ask me, are you done? Are you done? Like I'm some kind of fucking child in the Jay Byron's department store shitting all over the curtains. Oh my god, not that story again. <laughs> that song was a doozy. I loved it. Thank you. Yeah, I, I loved Thank it. You. I loved I loved your placement. Oh. Thank yeah, you. it was really pretty. No, nice. no, no, oh. that part of your voice is really pretty. Oh. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. What worked about this movie for you, CJ? Um, hmm. 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 Uh, you got to pick something. I do. Uh, I don't know. The sets? Oh my God! This is like <laughs> the sets were good. This is like what was that movie where I like? Or like I like the costumes. Like, what I like movie the costumes. Oh, who knows? Oh my God! Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's like you you watch the movie, right? And then you get yeah. to the end and you like, you start to go back because you know, ephemeral questions are coming. Yeah. So you start to think on things. So you start to think on it and, and Andrew, nothing works enough. Everything. Yeah. It kind of gets there a couple of times, but nothing works enough. I'm going to say Ian bliss. <laughs> of all things, your favorite part of the third Matrix movie is Ian Bliss as Bane. I can't even deal with you. Ian Bliss. Else. I'm sorry. I don't. I mean, even even like the mayor. Of, oh, here we go again. Even that character sucks in this movie. Oh, he sucks in this movie. Yeah. You know, they dressed his wife up nice. Persephone's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Monica Bellucci. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe like blinding the attractive lead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, we, we like, can. You know, it is a big swing. You know, yeah. A guy who has trouble emoting as it is. Let's take his eyes away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's gonna be really good. It's gonna be a it's great act be, three. It's gonna be good for the film. Yeah. Um, haven't seen the fourth one yet. Does he have his eyes back? Spoiler it's complicated. Alert. Okay, great. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, yeah no. uh, Ian Bliss. Ian Bliss. We're going to go with Ian Bliss. I like That's that. That's what I'm going with tonight. You know? I like that. I like that. That's all I got, man. That's um, okay. 
Yeah. What, do you, what, what worked for you? Striking visuals. The sets. <laughs> I was going to say the effects. Okay. Uh, I, I would say, uh, dare I say, and a, a couple of reviewers said something similar, that uh, the effects were prioritized over actual character and plot development. Yeah. And, uh, and you see it. Sure. And I think they were out of story. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's disappointing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but it, it's visually stunning. Machine City's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. The Machine, Machine City's amazing. It's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, I do like the um, the amount of time uh, spell, spent in the real world. That's cool, too. Yeah. You know, and like seeing that and and just uh, living living there is, is really cool. And then, but then again, then they did the fucking face. Yeah. And it ruined it, the whole thing for me. Yeah, it was too much. That would have been my what worked. I was thinking like seven strangers picked to live in a house and have their mm-hmm. lives taped. But no. You know, no. Ruined. Speaking of ruined. Yeah. What didn't work for you? Well, you kind of talked, you kind of touched on it. There are so many fucking characters in this movie. Oh my God. And none of them do anything. With nothing to do. It's a, it's a worse <laughs> problem than the last movie. The my yeah. Alec Beale syndrome. It's like, who did have yeah. nothing to do. It's, it, it's, oh, it's just a heartbreaker. Oh my God. I just Daniel sunned this fly. I saw you. That's pretty amazing. I caught it. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty badass. We should celebrate that. I'm Neo. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's just, you've introduced too many people and none of them, nothing happens for any of them. None of them grow. None of them change. Uh, Nairobi. Niobe. Niobe. Yes. She kind of changes. I like that line. Can I go back to what worked? She did. She did. Yeah. Because Jada makes everything work. Yeah. And she, you know, they're like, I thought you didn't believe in the one. I still don't. I believe in him. Yeah. No. That That was nice. That was nice. Uh, But other than that, yeah, no way way too many fucking people. The angry pilot. Oh, my God. Why why are you there? Yeah. Who are you? He kept saying, I knew he was out of his goddamn mind. He said goddamn mind like 11 times. Dare I say... This movie sort of shares some um, storytelling issues with Rise of Skywalker. Oh, boy. Sure. I'd never made that connection until now. Because remember, um, all those characters in Rise of Skywalker that we didn't know. Right. Or didn't care to. Yeah. What, what is he doing here? Yeah. Is that the guy from Lost? <laughs> like, the guy from Lost. Yeah. Yeah, it's the guy from Lost. That, that man has just gotten progressively worse at making movies. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He had one trick and we we've seen it. Yeah. It's an ugly pony. It's a donkey that they dress up like a pony. They gave it to the little girl on her birthday. And she, even she can see fucking right through that. Yeah. She's like, that's ribbon. Yeah. And she's four. I love her. (sighs) We We all do. What's next? Well, you're supposed to ask me what didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm waiting for. (laughs) Are you done? Uh, What didn't didn't work for you, Andrew? I'm just still not sure if it's heady, so I'm supposed to interpret it, or if it's It's just not not clear. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Because and, and I'm not sure it's I'm not sure it's either of those 100 percent of the time. And I think no, that's I, where the confusion lies. I think it's the former. I really do. Um, I think, think it's they're not, giving you room to interpret. Yeah, I think it's not clear. I think it's clear enough. Mm. I think it's too clear. Got it. That's and that's the misstep. Yeah, it's too clear. And stop. Like you know, it's like leave your pant, leave your underwear on. Yeah. Some some of the philosophical. What is this? I'm taking this from a, an article I read, but they, they talk about the philosophical ambiguity. Hmm. That was the present in the second movie, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got that. It sounds like a Wikipedia phrase. I'm sure that's sure. where I got it from. It's fine, but like it works. Philosophical ambiguity, yeah, is kind of magical in the second one, and it's gone here. But they don't yeah. spell out actual plot points. No, no, they don't. They don't explain the story. They explain yeah. the allegory. Yeah, dumb. Yeah. I think I know the answer to the next question, but let's go. Uh-huh. Does this film make your Desert Island top five? Ooh. No. I'm never going to watch this again. I'm, I'm never, never going to watch, watch this again. again. Yeah, it doesn't I'm make any sense. I'm never going to watch it again. And Andrew, depending on how the fourth one lands on me, mm-hmm. uh, the children may only see The Matrix. And I'll tell them to stop there. You, you can't censor the children. But I can try. Yeah. Yeah, I can try. I can tell them, listen, kids, because by that time, what are they, 13, 14? 13, 14, yeah. When we watch The Matrix, I'll be like, now you can go on if you want, but I strongly suggest you take the blue pill. Yeah. Go back, just go back to bed because it ain't worth it. I will undermine you. I will undermine you. Uncle Soto will show them the truth. There's no one on this earth named Soto. It's me. Yeah. You no. just refuse to own it. Your name is Andrew. That's <laughs> what we call you. Your name is Richard. The fuck? Wow. 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 I wow. said it. It was time wow. to say it. Wow. But Richard is my name. <laughs> CJ is also my name. They're my middle initials. Soto is a fragment of your last name. That'd be like people calling me Lar. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. I cannot with you. Oh my God. That's good. That would be like people calling me Lar. That's fucking great. Here I am. That's great. In all my glory. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Are you ready? Since since you've been so fucking creative. Here's your, here's, your RB, here's your RBQ. Love my RBQ. Dream ending for the trilogy. We're in the elevator. Pitch me. Okay. The dream ending for the trilogy. Yeah. Where does my ending have to start? I, I don't care. I'm Anywhere. we've got yeah, we have 15 floors. Okay. Great, 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 great. Like, I really like Matrix Reloaded. It was a little heavy on the philosophy philosophy. How would you end it if I gave you this movie? The humans escape planet Earth. They blow up the fields of people. Ooh. Then they go to space. And Matt Damon is on Mars. Oh, my God. 
you are on fire today and I cannot even keep up. This is amazing. Yeah. They get out, they get out, they blow up the crops and the machines are left to wonder, you know, yeah. why. and we can like tie it into the animatrix a little bit, right? Like we can have, um, they can feel like a little, the, hum, the human, right. They want to feel the human emotions. Yeah. They feel remorse for what they've oh, done. Okay. They overreacted. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's actually a really cool ending. Yeah, but it's got to include Matt Damon. Yeah, okay. All right, you've made that clear. It's the 30th floor. Ding, thank you. Yeah. Good idea, man. Thank you. Where are we going for lunch? <laughs> Sardis. <laughs> All right. ADS, what's your RBQ? <laughs> uh, my dream hey. ending for the movie is, uh, you know what? I, I kind of want to see an actual victory. Yeah. Right? I, I, you know, you be, there's all this buildup and I want Neo to take the planet back from the machines. I thought that's where this was all going. Right. Right. They did. Now, to be fair, they did keep saying end the war, not win the war. Yes. Yes. Well, that's no, true. You're absolutely right. But like you're the movie right. like, to them not being, not having to be batteries for the machines, which doesn't make any sense now that I pick at it. Um, yeah, but there are still people being batteries. Yeah, there are totally still people being batteries in this piece. So, like, yeah. I thought we were wanting that's to, not, like... That, that's not, like, fun and dark enough to be like, oh, that's pretty interesting. It's like, no, all those people are just batteries. No, like, fucking I... Shit stuff. I wanted to see... I wanted to see all the pods open up, and I wanted to see all the machines wither and die. Yeah. And and it's... And it if we want to continue with a biblical allegory... Trinity and Neo are now Adam and Eve, and they have birthed a new era. Wow, wow, wow. Right? There we go. Done. Fix that's your a, fucking that's trilogy. Sweet, that's some sweet reverse engineering right there. Yeah, I'm going to give you some payoff. I like it. Yeah. Is that a Thin Mint? It's not a, it's not a Thin Mint. I wish it was, and that's exactly what I thought of when I bit down on it. Yeah. This is the little pad that goes under my little microphone head. Why are you putting that in your... You, that's a good question, Andrew. You know what? You ask a lot of good questions. Thank you. All right. What is your special award? Well, my special award for the Matrix Revolutions is the Macbeth Award. Ah, explain. Because this movie is full of sound and fury told by an idiot <laughs> signifying nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> that's so good what's your special award <laughs> the tinder swindler award stop what does that mean flashy exciting and somehow still not what i asked for at all <laughs> <laughs> i feel like our awards are <laughs> they really basically the same yeah basically ask, the same i didn't ask you for any of this i didn't ask yeah. you for any of this i wanted to know where the movie one went yeah so weird oh man but is this film uh, an icon or a Y-con, CJ? No. No. <laughs> no. Neither? It's, yeah. No, it's a Y-con. Oh. Um, the, again, it, it's just, it was a huge misstep in filmmaking. Mm. The story was clear. It was not conveyed properly. Mm -hmm. You know, it, this film is a movie in that the pictures moved. <laughs> 
but as far as like, I mean, screenwriting one one it's a, it's a fail. It's a fail. It's a YCOM. It's a, why did I have to subject myself to this con? You couldn't agree more. You couldn't agree. I, more. Yeah. I, I, I was trying to like, it's yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, uh, I think it's cool that they kind of Lucas it, that it's different. You know, it's mm-hmm. full on sci-fi. It's the first one that's like oh. fully, it's a Star yeah. Trek movie almost. Yeah, it's thank almost you. a Star Trek movie. And that's yeah, thank cool. Thank you for the 40 minutes of sci-fi in that mech fight. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's just like, it doesn't pay off the first movie. I get no. what's happening. It's just that I, I thought we were going somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and where we ended up is not, is, is not in the same universe. It's just so different. Yeah. It's just so different. But those, again, striking visuals. Yeah. <laughs> That's a beautiful set. Do you see? I love the way it's it like, moved set. in that too. I know. It's so, like, oh, so good. Beautiful. So beautiful. Is that David Rockwell? Had to be. Had, had to, be. to be. Yeah. Gorgeous. Had to be. <laughs> well, CJ, I think we thoroughly covered revolutions. Uh, I'm we excited. did. Yeah. What are, what are your predictions for resurrections? Um. I just hope that I don't watch it at nap time. <laughs> because then I could fully predict sleep. Uh, but I'm the, hoping I'm hoping that I that I leave that movie with a resurrection. I, I hope you do too. <laughs> I really want that for you. Of my faith in the Matrix. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I just I really want that for you. I do. Thank you. Well, for Icon or Wycon, I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. And I'm CJ Lar. <laughs> and we'll see, see you, you next time. <laughs> <laughs>